You know, as you drive down Lemon Avenue, you have probably watched, as I have, for the last several years, and they've been redoing that, that Braniff maintenance hangar out there. The, and actually, the, I guess the, at one time, the whole Braniff headquarters was out there. But it's done, and people are moving in. And, and in fact, Callaway's Nursery just moved in. Last time we talked to Greg Arnold, the president and CEO of Truman Arnold Companies, TAC, they were beginning to work on it. And now I guess it's about finished. Greg Arnold joins us again right now. It's good to have you with us. Hello, David. How are you? I'm, I'm well. So it's been, when did you start? You started this thing, was it four years ago? It's been approximately four years ago um, when we first started discussion. Construction started about three years ago, but uh, it was about a year in the making prior to construction starting. And, and um, so, yeah, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a long time coming and, and um, now we're open and, and uh, virtually every piece of it is finished, so very excited about it. It's really intriguing, and it all came together, like you said, because it sounded, but it's so eclectic. On the one hand, you have, you're a, you know, TAC is a massive fixed base operator for private airplanes, and that which makes a lot of sense at Love Field. But the retail element, Callaway's, the the largest Lincoln dealership in the world. I mean. What's the synergy? It seems to work. Well, um, I, I, I want to give Randall Reed a little credit. He, he's the car dealer that, that actually had this project from the beginning, and, and he started on it maybe 10 years ago. Um, he, he was able to get a, a nice lease with the city. Um, however, he didn't have a lot of experience in retail development or the aviation development, and that's when we came into play. And, and um, we, we've got good partners in, in the, the Jones family and the Dallas Cowboys, as well as Lincoln Properties. And so a combination of everybody's experience kind of brought everything together. And, um, you know, we're very excited about it. It's been a huge success. Um, I, I will tell you, when we started this thing, it was 100% on spec. The only thing we knew for sure is Randall Reed was going to have a car dealership. There. <laughs> and, and we didn't have one single tenant. Um, not, not an aviation tenant. We had an idea of, of, um, opening a retail FBO, but you, you know, the, I think it tells you a little bit about the resiliency of, of this Dallas market. Um, the ground up FBO business is difficult at best. And, um, it, you know, there's just so, I mean, every time you pick up the paper, we all know all the things that's going on of, you know, new jobs being created, people moving into this market, new companies moving into this market. And, and I think, you know, our, our success is, is the beneficiary of, of all of that activity that's going on. So um, uh, great partners. Um, it's a wonderful project. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. So, you know, I mean, I mean, think about you know, the last year. I mean, nobody's done well during the last year, but I would think that for a fixed base operator that what what little air traffic there was was private and that that has grown and then all i said now look around yeah. and here's flex jet growing like crazy and jet x and wheels up or uh, it seems to be a real a real growth spurt in the area well the, the i will tell you if you'd asked me last march you know what what was going to happen I, I mean i thought we were running right off a cliff and we did there yeah. was a point when our entire business top line was off 80 percent and um, we're still not back to fully what I call pre-COVID levels. Um, th there's not, of course, the airlines aren't back to full flight schedules. Um, corporate travel is still limited. I would say it's running at about 50%, but, you know, fractional activity, charter activity, 
you, you know, private travel, um, you, you know, personal vacation travel, this sort of thing is running at two X what it normally has run. So um, we're, we're running it at what I would consider just above 90% pre COVID levels, but we're not when corporate travel picks back up, I feel like the market's going to have, have expanded a little bit. You know, I, I it so happens I was watching a documentary the other PBS documentary the other night about companies that are working on electric airplanes and all over the world. And they're much further along than I thought. And in some cases they're saying, you know, these are carry two people, maybe six people, something like that, but for short haul runs. But I mean, they're talking about being an operation within a couple of three years. You ought to be perfectly suited for something like that. Well, you, you know, at this point, the, the, the EV activity is more of the Uber kind of local, you know, you're going to get an Uber air and fly from downtown Dallas to Frisco. Um, and, and I think that technology is moving relatively quickly. I think the long haul travel, the battery technology is just not there yet. It doesn't mean it won't get there. Um, but it, it's, it's a long way from being to where you feel comfortable carrying mass loads um, or heavier loads for longer distances. But but um, even for the short run, I mean, they're not going to let these things land in the Home Depot parking lot, I would think. Well, you, you may be surprised. They're, you really? know, they're talking about building an, an Uber air lift station right just off downtown, close to where their headquarters is. And, and um, uh, or if, if it is going to be close, you know, these those those operations are going to be more like a helicopter operation. And, and honestly, fixed wing and, and helicopter traffic don't mix well. Oh, really? And so the, the, the FAA is probably going to want those activities separated from an airfield at, at, you know, at some level. Hey, so, so, so you're a landlord. Tell me about your tenants. I mean, I never would have thought Callaway's Nursery would want to be at Braddock Place, but I, I, Braddock Center, I guess it makes all the sense of the world, but. Well, it's similar to the same logic that Randall Reed, you know, all the car, all the car dealers bunch up together usually. And there, there were several other nursery operations kind of in that areas with Jackson's across the street and a couple of others within a stone's throw. And so um, I, I think Callaway's was just looking for quality real estate in the same area, you know, with plenty of rooftops close by and, and um, to where their customer base lives and travels. And certainly Lemon Avenue has a lot of traffic on it. And, uh, and it fit in well. The other retail activities going on there, we're going to have a, a brew pub um, that's on rotation that should be open any day now. Um, I think Callaway's actually opens this weekend. Um, Venture X, which is a shared office space, right. um, should open up kind of mid midsummer sometime. And then we've got another office tenant that takes a, the balance of the space. And is that it? Or do you have pad sites for construction out there? No, that with the Callaway's, we're fully developed out. And um, but we, we added a phase two in the aviation development that just completed in the last 30 days and um, it's fully leased up. So the entire development is complete and fully leased up. How does a fixed base operator compete? How do you market yourself? What is it that makes you more appealing than, you know, the guy up the road? Well, well you separate the business into two or three different segments. First of all, you get your base tenants and you, you got to have quality space and quality services for your base tenants. And, and then you're, you're, you're marketing to that group of customers in one, in one way. 
Then you've got your other tenants, which are your transient tenants, you market in another way. And then you've got your large users like a FlexJet or a NetJets or a large charter company uh, that you market to in another way. And, um, you know, we've got something that, that kind of fits for all of those class of tenants. Uh, the transient tenant base is a little, it, it takes longer to develop. Um, but believe it or not, um, we, we've we've gotten our share of the market, and and that trans that traffic is continuing to grow. Well, but you're known. I mean, it, it, this is not your only operation. You've got operations that, that spread, is correct. and so that's got to help you, I would think. It does. The brand is important. Um, the network is important. So we've got 16 other locations around the country that have base tenants that, when they travel to Dallas, they will most likely use use our services here. So. Well, it's a, it's a fun idea, and it's it's neat to see that it's worked, and it's worked so well. Maybe get another – you know, there used to be a restaurant out there, the 94th Aero Squadron, which was right down from where you are. And you could go in there and eat a chicken fried steak and put on some headphones and <laughs> listen to the air traffic controllers. Did, well, that's, did, that's interesting. The, the, the chicken fried steak certainly sounds attractive. <laughs> That's what I thought. Greg Arnold is the president and CEO of Truman Arnold Companies, TAC. We know him as the czar of the brand of center at Love Fields. Always good to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation with Mr. Arnold, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.